And welcome to episode two of Tales from the Trails Campfire Chats. Good to be back. I am, or I should say we are, your most gracious hosts, Andrew. And Katie. We are also joined by our little girl, Maggie Marie Wright, and our little fur guy, Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This is episode two, um, our first episode last week. We kind of introduced ourselves um, and kind of what we're doing here. This week, we kind of just kind of want to get in the rhythm of things and like why we're like doing our podcast, you know, just kind of getting into it. Yeah, I um, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and take two. We're not going to reintroduce ourselves. We'll just pick up where we left off. So we're introducing our podcast today. We want to tell a few stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Story time, everybody. Yeah, we have some fun things to do to do um, to do today. <laughs> to do to do <laughs> to do to do. <laughs> it's been a long day, folks. It has. It's been a long week. You know, that's where we should start because um, I'm at a loss for words. Clearly, my brain is just not <laughs> functioning it's right now. Mush. It's a moosh. It's a moosh. Yeah, uh, I started working from home this week, and it felt like um, I have been working from home for about ten weeks. <laughs> Has it only been this week? Yeah, it's only been this week. It's been four days. It hasn't even been a whole week. I honestly didn't even know that. I Yeah. So we're sitting here on our couch right now. Maggie's sleeping per usual. And we are surrounded by computers. Um, we have one, two, three, f- five, six computers in this room right now. It looks like our job is way more important than it actually is. Yeah, it's not. I It takes me three computers to do my job, a mic. Um, I use a, a laptop to do my live shots and I don't know, it's just been a really interesting process. So it's a little weird. It is. It's a little weird. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I like never leave the house anymore. And, um, it's, it's been tough balancing the baby and the morning show. What's funny is, you know, you hear people say it all the time, like, Oh, balancing your work and home life. What happens when they're together? weird things happen when they're together yeah so like earlier this week i don't remember what day it was it all ran together um it was like 3 30 and maggie got up to eat and andrew is giving her a bottle and the morning show starts at 4 30 and um yeah she decided that she just wanted to have a temper tantrum at four in the morning and i was actually sitting on the couch quarter till well 15 minutes till the show started and I was like sweating because I thought that she was going to be screaming on the air. Again, just our apartment is very small, so there's nowhere to like hide. (laughs) You can literally hear everything from every corner of the apartment. Single bedroom. Yeah. About like 600 square feet. So yeah, it's it's, tiny guys. It's tiny, but I don't know. It's been an adventure. So it has been. And not to mention like when I, I get up with her um, to feed her at those times while you're on TV, you know, it's, I'm trying to keep her quiet. You know, but it's, it's kind of nerve wracking because, you know, once she starts whimpering once like, oh, no, you're like, oh, no, here it comes. Oh, no, here it comes. And then <laughs> I can hear Katie in the other room just like doing her forecast. Um, and yeah, I just it's, it's kind of nerve wracking. Um, and two days this week, she's kind of been a little bit grumpy that early, early in the morning. Well, um, I mean, who's not grumpy at 430 in the morning? Well, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I am, too. You know, and it's like I feel so bad for her because. You know, I don't, my brain does not operate at that, that time, um, at all. 
So my my words do not work. Like they don't work. Like I I, I literally can't, I just talk in grunts. <laughs> Katie was like she I just was like I sound like a caveman. Uh, it's true. Uh, yeah, I have very few words trying to communicate with you in the mornings. So yeah, challenging. It's been it's been a week. Um, on top of that, you know, it's just. I don't know. We're making it work. It's we're making fine. it work. But it's it's been a week. It's been a, a long week for sure. And I know I'm not the only one. I've had some folks at at the station say that to me um, today. My my sole day at the station. Um, I, I heard a few of few of our folks say that to me. It's been a really long week, you know. So it's not just us. Um, actually, it might just be everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody feels that way. We're um, they're slowly trying to open the state back up here. So, yeah, yeah. good news though. Um, so on the twenty seventh, which is this Monday, um, the uh, safe at home order starts. So, um, this is kind of getting into our trail news bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but a uh, little news segment. But yeah, uh, just this this is very important for for us, especially this segment, because we haven't been able to get out to hike, um, and, and that's what our whole whole show's about is hiking um, and family time. But we we definitely need to get out, and this whole safe at home order starting Monday, it's it's a step back to normality. In normalcy. Normality, normalcy. I just made up a word, didn't I? I do that at this time of night quite often. Last week, I said humblest. Humble, <laughs> you did. <laughs> we were listening to the podcast back, and I thought, oh, there's no way to edit that out. That's okay. <laughs> and honestly, folks, we're going to be real with you, so I'm, I'm going to keep are. it in. I'm keeping all my Andrewisms in um, because... You write the news. You know how. Oh, I promise how, you. Yes. I, I get all of my dumb out outside of the news i promise okay. folks if if anybody oh. watches my show um yeah i promise i uh <laughs> it's like I, I leave all the correct words on the paper and i don't leave any for myself yes my goodness <laughs> all right well where are we going with that where do you want to go now well that's a great segue um yeah so we wanted to get into story time yeah, so we, w- we wanted to share a story with you. Every podcast, I think that's something that we discussed that we wanted to do, um, whether that story comes from us, whether that story comes from our listeners, family, friends, people that we've never met, um, because that's what makes trail stories. And It's all about sharing it stories is. around it's all about Yeah, it's all about experiences, and I think that, you know, it's what makes the world go round, right? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, there's nothing that beats a better story. Yeah. No, good stories are, you can't beat them. Anyways, we wanted to share the story of our first date. And I know a lot of you are kind of like, okay, it's cheesy. Yeah. I mean, ours was anything but cheesy. Ours is very Colorado. Yeah. It's very uh, Colorado, very adventure-esque. Well, I mean, like we summited a miniature mountain. And I'd put that in quotes because it's not a real, like, mountain. But It's not like a traditional mountain yeah. you see in, like, a movie. But it, it is its own peak. Yeah. So. Um, it's called Mount Cutler. Mm-hmm. And it's in the North Cheyenne Mountain area. Yes. Um, and I remember you had this trail picked out. I did, yeah. I hiked it when I first moved here. It was one of the first hikes that I, I went on. And when we first met, we... 
we were friends for like a year and then we started talking to each other a little bit more and I was like, Oh, he's, <laughs> he's cute. And we, we started talking about, you know, possibly going hiking one day. And I, that was a trail that I'd had in mind. I thought, well, Andrew would probably like this trail. It's about a mile out and back. And, um, the elevation's like, I think 7,600 feet, I want to say. And you get a really beautiful view of the Canyon and, um, North Shine Canyon and, and Colorado Springs. So it's nice. It's a beautiful hike and it's a great workout. Yeah. It's a great workout. It's very uphill towards the end. So, um, I thought this would be perfect. And we tested both of those out. It was a great workout and we got a great workout on our first date. Yeah. So time for the story. Cue music. All right. So we were driving in. In my nice blue Civic. And this was new. It was newish at the time. Yeah. And he picked me up in this really fancy car. I'd never seen his car. I was like, oh, this is a fun car. Hey, guys. Cars. They work. (laughs) (laughs) Your shiny blue Civic. (laughs) So we're cruising in. And um, it is a warm summer July day. July 24th. That was their first date. And I had just started working mornings at our station. And, um, I saw that there were storms coming. You can almost bank on storms at some place along the the front range in Colorado at any given day in the summer. Yeah. Especially during July, it's just hot. They come on in and they move on out. It's kind of like the beach, but anyways, forecasting storms that day. Yeah. And you know, I, at the time I was producing the noon show. So, um, normally I would have paid attention to the forecast that, you know, the girl I had a date with in a few hours was giving me, but I was so nervous. I didn't pay attention to what she was saying. And I guess clearly she didn't really pay attention to what she was saying. No. Or she did. (laughs) I definitely did. Um, But we had had this date scheduled and I... I just thought it was going to be so much fun and I just all it's all I wanted to do I was looking forward to it all week and I said no storms are gonna ruin my hike with this awesome guy and yeah um oh oh they tried they tried and <laughs> so we get to the trailhead and we get out of the car and you know how when storms are way off in the distance or they're just starting where you hear that really quiet low rumble of thunder mm. we heard that getting out of the car and I looked up and the sky was like starting to fill in and I thought well I maybe we can beat them yeah and like that's normally like a really comforting sound like that's white noise for me but like not when you're no. out on the trail that's like it's a surrounded by like 50 foot tall pine trees like yeah you know, plus that and first mistake as soon as you hear thunder lightning is in the area don't ever go hiking if you're hearing thunder at all don't go hiking if there's chances for storms in the forecast storms pop up in colorado around the same time every day sometime between one and three um you picked me up at 1 30 it was prime storm hour and they were coming in right on time and we heard thunder and it was only a matter of time before you know we we got into the that weather. Yeah, and we honestly like I, I was scared. And the last thing I wanted to do on my first date with this pretty meteorologist was to like show that I was scared. So I mean internally everything is telling me this is unsafe and 
you know, a lot of people get hit by lightning in Colorado every they year. They do. No, it's terrible. We're like in the top 10 for lightning strikes here, um, the top 10 states. Yeah, so it was like really yeah. warranted. I'm pretty sure like like that week we had reported on a few light people like getting hit by lightning. So yeah, it happens it, all the time. It was fresh on, on my mind, I, I do recall. So, so yeah, we, we hit the trail and, you know, with the, the thunder rolling in the background, I mean, this... The, it wasn't raining yet. The storms were coming in. The sky's getting dark, mm-hmm. you know. And then on the way up, we kind of ran to this this gentleman. He was he was reading a map. Very interesting person. Very the, introverted. Very introverted. And so, you know, he, he kept trying to start a conversation with us at this overlook. And, you know, we on a first date, we were just pretty nice to him and then kind of kept on going down the trail and the reason why we bring him up folks is because he'll come into play he'll later come into play later so yeah. yeah we were continuing up the trail and as we you know mount Cutler's is not a very tall mountain i you guess know, you would say it's, it's about 76 7800 feet somewhere in there and uh it's about a mile hike out and back so it's a really short hike it does get a little steep towards the top but um yeah it's a quick hike i can get it done in like an hour if i didn't spend any time up there and real quick you can get a good feel for the trail um on tail from the trails episode five a colorado springs classic on our youtube channel so if just to visualize what we're talking about yeah definitely check out that episode mm-hmm. so anyways moving forward we were climbing. Yes, we are climbing. We reached the top, and um, the storms are right on top of us at this point. We're sitting there at the summit of this mountain, just taking it all in, and we are so close to the base of these clouds, you can, like, feel the electricity in the clouds. It's, like, not safe. <laughs> I'm going to pull a dad joke here real quick. It was hair-raising. Yeah quite literally it was a little scary i was starting to get nervous when i because the thunder was getting louder these storms were building and uh they were really moving in quickly and then it started to rain and they were those big like big old fat drops big old fat drops that you get at the top of the clouds and it's yeah we were we were right there i remember like storms the clouds you could just like almost touch them yeah we were very close to the clouds these storms were coming in very low and they were coming in very quickly i knew i wasn't crazy and folks i knew i wasn't crazy no yeah he um he trusted me to be honest but little did he know that i was taking a little gamble with mother nature and you should not do that again i will stress that over and over don't do what we did it was so dumb it was scary and i remember it started raining and i I'm trying to enjoy the moment and try to make it as romantic as I possibly can. So we're just standing there and and the, and the lightning started. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I looked over and he looked really nervous. And I thought, no, he's not going to kiss me. And I said, are you ready to go? And, and you said, uh, yes, please. That's what you said. He said, yes, please. And we got up and we started sprinting down the mountain because... Um, probably within a minute, we were seeing cloud-to-ground lightning. It was terrifying. And then I remember I did something very embarrassing. I booked it. And I remember... <laughs> I remember you saying something, and folks, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, this was our first day, but I was so terrified. I ran. I ran from the lightning. And, and he ran from me. And I ran from my date. And I heard her say, are you going to leave me back here? And I turned around and I was a little bit mortified. 
because he had left me in the dust. I Usain bolted away from you. And it was <laughs> insanity. It was, yeah. How fast this man was running. So I I backtracked back to back to my date. And we, it's we, like if we're gonna die, we're going down together. <laughs> yeah, right. And honestly, like I, I didn't, I didn't look behind me. It was eyes on the prize, and that prize was the car, my the blue, blue Civic, tucked in the valley down below. Um, so, so we're booking it, and and hot on our heels is the thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I'm gonna bring back up a, a former part of the story. This this map reading gentleman. Now, folks, yes, it's pouring at this point, mind you. It's pouring. Pouring, lightning's coming down. Like, if cloud to ground lightning, like, heavy rain. And honestly, there's nobody else on the trail. We were it. I, I kept thinking, like, everybody else was smarter except for us, and we're going to die out here on our first date. These were thoughts that were going through my head. And here's this gentleman, and he, he wasn't very far from where we ran into him on the way no. up. Um, which, for one, was kind of weird. Um, he's still reading the same map. He had his rain slicker on. Had his rain slicker on. And then, like, just, like, as if he didn't skip a beat from earlier, he just looked up casually at us, like, just booking it right at him. Like, we're about <laughs> to bowl him over. And he just looks up, gives me a smile, and says, oh, hey. Like, he wanted to have a conversation with us. We literally zoomed past the guy, and we were like, have a great day. Yeah, I was like, we have a good running one. By. And this guy was looking at his map as the rain was coming down and as the cloud to ground lightning was striking all around us and yeah this guy was just totally unfazed in his own little world and we kept going i don't know what happened to him i'm so, sure he was fine but. sir if you're out there i hope you're okay um and <laughs> I, I really hope you you are okay my but goodness. man i you know he was a very brave person we were not we were not we booked it by him you know um and, and at this point i'm having like intense regret for my decision like why did we do this like why did i say that this was okay and yeah and i kept thinking like why did she think this was okay i think we screamed a couple of times like there was lightning very close by like loud cloud to ground lightning strikes i keep emphasizing that because the cloud to ground lightning is what kills people that's what hits people and yeah there was i think we had like what five strikes probably on our sprint down the hill it was a very intense thunderstorm and let me be clear i mean it really helps to have a meteorologist in your hiking party every day except for the first day i always yeah except for the first day i I mean i always do little forecasts before we hike and i I look and i make sure that we're not going to run into anything bad but i did not do that the first time and i did that deliberately but spoiler alert we made it um, we got down to... We, we got back to the Civic. We got back to the Civic. Oh my we goodness. were drenched. Like, I could have wrung out my hair. I was so wet from the rain. And that's the thing. We look like something out of the notebook. It felt romantic. It felt romantic. And I With was sitting co- in the car looking at myself <laughs> in the mirror and... It, I don't know. It was just, I, I was like, is this real? <laughs> it was romance with a slight hint of terror. Yeah. You know, and we were both soap, sopping wet. You know, we were in my Civic. And then. And we were like, you want to go get dinner? Yeah. And then it was pizza time. And then we it went, was pizza time. We went like, to Pizza Rustica. Up literally sprinting down the mountain. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. You went up to the bathroom and changed your shirt, put some dry clothes on. I sat across from him at the table, soaking wet. My hair was wet. It was not. I had just come off TV, so I was still had my TV hair and makeup and 
um, yeah, it was no more at the dinner table. But we we ordered a pizza. We split wine. Mm -hmm. uh, we split a whole bottle of wine, and um, yeah, we came out, and it was it was about time for me to go to bed for the morning show. It was like 7:30 probably, and the storms had cleared out. It cooled down. It was really peaceful, and we went for a short little walk to the car and. It was a nice date, yeah, but like in hindsight, I don't think that was a safe idea at all. It definitely wasn't. It was like the calmest ending to a hectic day. It was, yeah. It was very hectic to start and then it was very peaceful. And no, I did not know I was going to marry him the first date. I actually was very on the fence about him after our first date. I thought, you know what? I don't know. I think I'll give him one more shot. And it was the second date that I knew. It was the second date. It was. And I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> be persistent, guys. Be yeah. persistent. You persisted. Sometimes you don't get him on the first round. No, no, he did not. He did not win me over. I thought you were a nice guy and that you we had a lot in common, but I was not. I was like, yeah, I don't know. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad you thought I was a nice guy. I did, yeah. And it worked out the second date. So. Well, you know. That was our story. That's our story. And that's a great segue into something, also something I wanted to do on this podcast I want to take full advantage of having a meteorologist here. So I, I would like to do something every week where we could mm -hmm. kind of loosely kind of look at, or I should say we. Um, Katie could give us kind of like a, a loose kind of like forecast on what we can, might yeah. expect on the trails um, if you folks are planning on hitting the... Um, Social distancing hikes this weekend. Yeah, like getting out or something. Um, you know, we're, we're, we'd like to do that. Um, kind of give you guys as much information as possible mm -hmm. before you guys decide to um, get in your cars to to drive to your trails. Yeah, so um, forecast for this weekend looks good. I mean, you're gonna be here in this Monday morning, but um, so for the work week, we might have a couple of showers in the mountains on Monday and then maybe again Thursday, but every day in between look dry. And it looked warm this week. I was really excited about that. We were gonna have some warm. So some 70s and 80s and 60s in the mountains. So it was good. Sounds like a really beautiful weekend. Yeah, beautiful weekend. Um, so great for getting outside. Um, I also found this, we, we have this fun little, Andrew has some knickknacks that he has kept from his childhood. And one of them that I, I thought it would be fun to highlight on this podcast, because, um, we are all about the great outdoors here, the national parks passport. First of all, do they still do these? They do actually. Okay. Um, I saw these in the gift shop when we were out in Utah, um, if you folks uh, remember last week and we discussed that uh, that's where Kate and I were engaged um, mm -hmm. last year. And uh, yeah, we visited a few uh, uh, national parks out there. And while we were out there, I did see these, um, you know, uh, it, it's basically, I'm just going to describe it. It's, uh, it's it, it, it looks like a passport book, but it's meant for national parks. It it's is. for kids. Yeah, it's, it's actually really cute. I think it's a great idea. You can put stamps in it when you visit um, the different parks. There's little places where you can make notes. And then in the back, it looks like there's... I have some fun information about some of these parks here, but um, we were we were looking through um, this little passport book of yours. First of all, this was this is like teeny tiny Andy. Um, his name is scrawled on the front cover, like on the inside cover. It says Andy James Wright, and there's a little picture. How old are you in that picture? Well, this year it was 1998, so I'd okay. been 10 years old. Okay. Avid national traveler. Yeah, he 
Andrew has literally been everywhere. This book is full of stamps. And I asked him, I said, so if I open this book to a random page, would you be able to tell me about some of these parks? And he said, what did you say? Um, absolutely not. I've actually yeah. been through this book. Um, I haven't seen this book, mind you, in, oh, it, it's it's been over a decade um, since I've seen it. But going through the book, I, you know, not every page is full, of course, but there's some really random ones. I mean, you'd think that I'd have like, you know, your big normal, I say normal, I, your, your famous national parks in there. But no, I, I they're mainly filled with um, presidential His, historic sites. Yeah, presidential historic sites. I have been to several of those in my life. My mom took us to... Well, the Taft House in Ohio, we've been to all kinds of places. That's in the book. I actually yeah, went there. Yeah, this is in the book. Yes. There's an old stamp in here where Andrew visited my hometown in Cincinnati. It was August 10th, 1999. And I was seven years old at the time. Isn't that romantic? We were in the yeah, same city. Same city. On the same day Blech. in a year in 1999. A year. A day in 1999. See, again, another mistake we're going to leave in here because we're tired, but it's the reality of <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, there's lots of stuff in this book. And honestly, um, (laughs) one of the things while we were looking through it um, was a a note that I made in my terrible handwriting. This was from August 3rd, 1999. Um, You were in Greenville, Tennessee at the Andrew Johnson National Historic Site. And he wrote in here in his little little. 10 year old handwriting today was anniversary of andrew johnson's death and he spelled anniversary a-n-a-v-e-r-s-e-r-y that's homeschooling i was was homeschooled hey i turned out fine i can spell and write like a champ you're a news producer homeschooling is great this is just a 10 year old writing (laughs) different results folks different results well i think you must have been on like a midwest tour at this point because you were in greenville tennessee on august 3rd and then several days later the same year you were in cincinnati ohio so you must have come come up um tennessee through kentucky into into cincinnati i think we did and yeah because here you are hodgensville kentucky august 6th and you just made the drive north to cincinnati so, so yeah, that's we so can... funny. But I thought that was cute. Today was anniversary of Andrew Johnson's death, and you were visiting the Andrew Johnson National Historic Site. And honestly, that's the young journal semi folks. Yeah, I love I'm, that. I'm making notes in this notebook, you know, just kind of getting the facts um, that it was the anniversary of his death. So I'm going to open foreshadowing of, of my career. Yeah, producer. <laughs> I'm going to open this up to uh, a page here. Do you remember the Jefferson National? expansion memorial on august 8th 1999 that was in missouri wow you were literally everywhere within I feel, days i feel if that oh was in goodness. st louis missouri was that yeah st louis i do remember that i, oh, I believe do. i believe that is actually a big museum um in in downtown st louis like at the base i want to say and guys I, I may be totally wrong i am i'm not even cheating and going to google i'm doing this all from memory um, and my memory's not great. So, um, but I do remember there being a big museum at the base of the St. Louis arches, arch, arches, like it's McDonald's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was like at the base of the arch and it was this big museum and it's all about Western expansion. And, um, it was really in depth. And I remember, I remember enjoying it, um, but yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. And I, then I remember us going to the top of the arch, 
Uh, um, <clears throat> and I'm terrified of heights. Still am. Was as a child. Still am as an adult. And um, I just remember being pretty scared up there. So Yeah, and then here we are two pages later. The Midwest region. William Howard Taft National Historic Site, August 10, 1999, Cincinnati, Ohio. And the note you didn't read underneath there. Saw Katie Donovan. He did not. <laughs> that did happen to my parents, though. My mom said that she saw my dad um, on a playground when they were growing up. So some people do run into their significant others as children. We were just in the same city for a brief time. Um, yeah, actually, my um, my mom and, and my stepdad, they, uh, they were in the same city at the same time, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton. Um, Dayton, which is actually down the road from you. Up the road. Up the road. Down the road, up the road. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were they were in the same town uh, living there. Uh, in back in like, this was in the 70s or, or 80s or something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, like it was just a small world. And yeah. 30 years later, they were married. So It happens. Well, it's happening here. Yeah, so we thought that was fun. National Parks Passport. We would like to get Maggie one of these. It's actually like a life goal of mine to, to visit as many national parks as possible. It's That's one of my um, my loves, the national park lands. We're starting. I mean, we got a, we we, are. Yeah, we got we've a got good a, start, guys. The West, I think, is, is one of the better places to do it. I mean, it's just stunning out here from Montana. You've got, like, Glacier up there, and then um, you've got all the parks in Utah, Colorado has several. Um, we haven't even cracked Mesa in. Mesa Verde is out there, too. We forgot that the last oh, one, too. Say that again. Mesa Verde. Mesa Verde. That's how I thought you said it. Mesa Verde. Mesa Verde. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many good parks out here. I mean, uh, you just don't have your... I, I always call them the normal ones just mm-hmm. because you hear so much about Yosemite, Yellowstone. The big ones. The big ones. The I, big. I, I think in Utah they call them what? The big. Uh, there's like, there's. I forget. It's like the big remember. five or something. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's like their there's main. There's a name in Utah for it. Yeah, it's like their main their main set of big national parks. Um, but yeah, you know, there's just so many out here and it's, and it's just more than just like those big ones that we were just mentioning. Um, there's just even the smallest ones, state parks out here are incredible even. Um, yeah, well, it's just where we live. It's just beautiful country. So it is. And it's something that, you know, I, again, I'm from the Eastern coast. That's where I live for most of my life. And, uh, we just don't have the same kind of parks, out there it's a different kind of park it's it's definitely more historical if historic sites which i mean that's cool i there really is oh, like I love I, them. and i haven't been to nearly enough of those i would love to go out on the east coast as far east i think that i've ever been is i across the border into west virginia and that was it that's as far Ooh, east as i've gone really yeah isn't that crazy well i gotta take you to dc because that's just yeah. like that whole area of the country is just incredible mm-hmm. and I don't know if you folks have ever been to D.C. before, um, but uh, I lived there for 18 years, um, give or take. And uh, the whole area of North, the Northern Virginia area in particular, it's got this musky smell, you know, like moss. And it always reminds me of just like history. You know, it's just every single historical site mm-hmm. smells like that. Um, and there's just so many good ones up there. I mean, Mount Vernon is just one that comes to mind. Uh, George Washington's birthplace. I'm sorry, not his birthplace. Uh, it's, his, it's his home. Uh, but that's just a, a, a really awesome 
um, awesome home to visit. Uh, just the entire Potomac area, really, where I grew up is just a great, great area to visit. So, yeah, I don't want to ramble too much about it, but um, uh, comparatively to like the parks out here out west, uh, they're just not the same. I mean, they, yeah, not again, not discounting them. It's just, it's a different kind of beauty. There's something for everybody in these national parks and you will, you will find one that you absolutely adore. And, um, there's somebody out there that loves the, the parks in the national land, um, out East. So national land areas. The national what, land. what do you call it? The, um, start that over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, take two. Andrew insists on leaving that in. I sound like an absolute dumb dumb, but I like you guys life. know what I meant. I like my love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm flipping through this little national parks passport. We've got the Rocky Mountain region pulled up here, and Colorado is a part of that. And um, La Junta out east along Highway 50, Ben's Old Fort National Historic Site. I didn't know there was one out there. Black Canyon, the Gunnison National Monument. We've talked about that. We talked about that last week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is here? Dinosaur National Monument. That's, that's in Colorado, Utah border. Oh, I, I, for a second, I thought that was fluorescent because I know we have do have a... We have the fluorescent fossil beds. That's pretty cool from what I've heard. Yeah, we, we have a large dinosaur. Yeah, that's that's also on the list um, here. That's a national monument. That's awesome. Yeah, Great Sand Dunes National Monument. I still have not made it up there. Oh my, Hovenweep National Monument. That's Colorado and Utah. And Mesa Verde National Park. Yeah, we forgot that one last time. We were talking about the National Parks of Colorado. We forgot Mesa Verde. Which is a great one. I've actually, I was there a long time ago as a kid. Um, not as an adult. We just watched a documentary on Mesa Verde. It was very good. Yeah, it was actually very good. Very interesting. And, and uh, it's so mysterious mm-hmm. because, um, and I totally forgot this story when I went there. But when we watched the documentary, basically the whole story behind it was there's a, a civilization that lived there and they kind of mis- mysteriously disappeared yeah. and, and no one really knows what happened to them. Um, but when I was there as a kid, it's it's a really interesting um, national park. It's unlike any other. You actually have to like, for one, it's like a city built into, built into this cliff face. Um, but to get up there and they do allow you up there, you have to climb like these these like ladders it's the pueblo dwellings right yeah the pueblo dwellings and the ladders are like those like actual pueblo ladders not like the modern kind with the side handles it's they literally it's just like a center pole and then like side rungs out of it you know at the side so it's like i know i'm 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 describing something on a podcast that's very visual which is counterproductive but basically folks what i'm trying to say is it's a ladder with a pole in the middle and then steps coming out from the pole. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. But anyway, so these ladders can get pretty long and it's quite a quite quite a crawl up there. That was like a two minute rant about ladders and we didn't say anything. I'm sorry. I get on rant sometimes and you know, I just go. That's okay. He said earlier, it's the reality of podcasting. I've been struggling with this one, though, because it is about national parks and about historic sites. And um, it needs to be somewhat educational. I don't want to just ramble and ramble and ramble about nothing. And Well, just so you know, as a kid, I remember being very confused when I looked at those ladders. 
how they worked. How they looked. Just how they looked. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. lesson learned. Lesson learned. But anyway, Mesa Verde is a great national yeah. park. Coming back to f- another beauty. full circle. Here we are back at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically kind of what we do here. We we go off on rants and tangents, but we always find our way back because isn't that hiking? You get lost on a trail, but you find your way back home. Is that really cheesy? Yeah, it's a lot cheesy. And um, I never hike without a map. I always find my way back home, whether that's an out and back trail or a loop. There goes my analogy. That's where it needs to be. And you know, so I know this is a little glimpse into our uh, personal life right now. Just the snappiness. We're a little too much time in quarantine together. And that was her own sound effects she made that you just yeah. heard. That wasn't our super fancy soundboard that that we use <laughs> to, to tell our stories. No. No, we're still trying to figure this out. We were saying this is only episode two. Um, I think we're probably going to produce a little bit more of the next one. We did this one without a script, and I think we're learning that maybe we need a little bit more structure. Maybe just a little. I don't you know. You need structure. I went to the military. They taught me structure. All right. <laughs> well, um, this is probably a good place to end things now. We are going to be back next week with more structure in our podcast because we found out that going without a script this time probably is not the best idea. So episode two, a little bit of learning and trial and error. You guys, we've got a lot of beat tracks that you'll probably never hear out of this episode. Yeah, this one had a lot of deleting. I'm going to call this the El Caliente episode. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Muy Caliente. Muy. Not L. That's the. Muy's much. With that. Muy's very. Back to the education bit. Oh, yeah. I took German in college, so. Well, how do you say very, very spicy in German? Auf Deutsch. Is that it? No. Don't put me on the spot. (laughs) You put me on the spot. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, guys, episode two is in the books. Um, This coming week... Uh, we're going to try to put together our episode one of, of, of season two for our YouTube channel um, and tune in next Sunday for episode three of the podcast. And we'll end this like we end it every single time. See you on the trails next time. See you on the trails next time. Here we do it together. <laughs>